Man, Bender and I used to love watching all my circuits together. Now what are we supposed to do at the office instead of work? How about talking to each other? That's what bath time is for! Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the Comedy Central reboot of one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 20, Calculon 2.0. Ben. Yes. Have you ever brought technology back from the dead? Is this like a never have I ever? Do I have to drink if... I've brought technology back from the dead. No, I was asking you a legitimate question, but I put some some spooktober on it. Yeah, but you were like, have you ever? And so like it really built up that like I, I, I felt, mean, I I felt like with, this was a drinking game. I didn't start with ever have have I ever or whatever. Never have I ever. Right, yeah. And then, then you have to drink or like technology. Whatever. Well, define okay. Okay. Let's, let's back up. Define bring technology back from the dead. It won't boot up, mm-hmm. but it's not because of battery thing. And you've checked, and everything is mostly plugged in. It's, so it's not like an easy, like, oh, <laughs> the battery was out. Have you ever done that? I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but... Talk in, about it again! We need content! college, I ran Linux as my primary operating system, mm-hmm. and the number of times I was like... I'm going to update this thing. It probably, I'm like 98% sure this isn't going to cause the system to not boot. And then I go type, 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 pseudo, blah, 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 put in my password, mm-hmm. which is definitely not Ninetales. Right. And <laughs> it's Ice Ninetales, as we figured out in this week's Patreon exclusive. Uh, and then I reboot, and then it's like, cool, your system won't boot. Have fun with that. And I'm ah. like, I've got a paper due in like, 15 hours so either i fix this or so i don't I did, do a paper I've, I've done that a lot okay um does that count i think so okay so do i have to drink no there's uh. no drinking involved <laughs> what is happening um uh, but but what you're saying though is how did you fix it did you conjure something otherworldly I conjured a lot of nerds on Linux forums. Is that otherworldly? I think so. <laughs> I think I think you've definitely gone to the other world to get that. Yeah, that's um, fair. Uh huh. Like talking through like a weird portal into another dimension, mm-hmm. and then it's like pseudo apt get update update update, <laughs> and then like, and then you have to repeat that incantation. Uh huh. I mm-hmm. mean, a lot of Linux commands really are sort of like another freaking language where they you're really just are. like, what even is what? I don't understand this. It's it. And then, you know, you just type it in and it can sometimes be bad. Just like pulling a spell out of a spell book and then you read it and you mm-hmm. don't know what it does. And yeah. then see, that's the problem. You, you gotta know what it does. Summon a music demon because I've been watching a lot of Buffy with Sarah mm-hmm. and we watched the musical episode finally. There so, you go. I'm you're getting references left and right. I'm now. getting lefer- references. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Acc- yes. Accidental portmanteau. I'm getting references left and right. Yes. L- I'm getting references. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, oh, that's excellent. That An accidental. Oh, so wonderful. None of the technology I brought back ever forced everyone to break into song, though. Or did it? And you just didn't know. Nah, I'm pretty okay. sure. <laughs> it was, pretty sure, it wasn't pretty sure one, not. It was one, wasn't one of those ones that didn't didn't compel the creator, but uh, compelled everything else. Sure, let's go with that. So you're you're sitting working on your paper, but just in the other dorm room, they're just dancing and singing, mm-hmm. and they're compelled to, and then they they've died because they've just been yep. compelled to sing and die to death. Um, I did also buy a guitar pedal effects okay. thing like it was a cheap like all-in-one unit sure and i bought it off of this guy on craigslist for 25 bucks which was actually pretty cool because i was in college and like i wanted some cool distortion effects on yeah. my guitar seems like a pretty good deal and it worked for a while and then the power cable got or the power connection got real janky and okay. so i took it apart and tried to resolder it and it kind of Sort of worked, and then I made it worse, and then... So that was kind of a failure. Okay, so what you're saying is you've got a hit I'm, or miss. I'm one for two. Okay, one for two is not bad. That's 50%. Uh-huh. I'm batting 500, which is pretty dang good. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> also, good sports reference. Very I'm, proud of I'm you. I'm making sports r- references <laughs> all over the place. Sports references. God, such a great... I can't get over how good that Portman 2 is. Oh, it's so good. Ben, I'm so proud of you. You've done such a good job already today. We should never take breaks from doing this <laughs> podcast. Hard disagree. You, We've come up with something wonderful, the references. Uh-huh. Also, before we get started, I do want to thank everyone for their patience uh, uh, being out last week. Yeah, um, absolutely. Thank I you had so to, much. I had to fly back. Uh, home for a funeral so it means a lot that you're all been patient and uh and now are listening after we accidentally invented references yeah so uh and if you haven't i guessed it on uh finish it pod last week so find it and listen to it it's there's a lot of sad pizza party but there's also a lot of not sad pizza party so let's get into calculon 2.0 let's let's make a lot of futurama references in here <laughs> i think that's what i think that's our charge make so, futurama references now calculon 2.0 we start watching entertainment and earth invasion tonight uh morbo is talking to general extermulor exactly you just <laughs> it's in the name I, he seems like a nice guy he is isn't he going to be interviewed about uh taking over earth he seems like a nice guy that's fair but first we have to go to linda who has celebrity buzz who is reporting on the year anniversary of the death of calculon right weird, so, weird choice for celebrity buzz i like how so I, I have immediately i have a couple of thoughts about this episode <laughs> because i like how in most every other episode they're just like, yeah, I don't know. Some things happened. Let's pretend like none of those things ever happened. Mm-hmm. But here we have actual concrete change. Calculon died. Mm-hmm. Canonically. Canonically. But also I like how, because Calculon is a character that just sort of shows up, does some dramatic acting, and then goes along on his merry way. Mm-hmm. 
and we just don't see him for a while. They could have easily just like never not, shown ne- him again. Never ever. shown Calculon again. We've got six more episodes of Futurama after this. They <laughs> literally never had to bring Calculon back. They did not have to do this. And yet And yet they were they like, sure All right, did. let's do an episode where we bring Calculon back from the dead. So anyways, I just I had those thoughts about this episode that's fair i do really like the fact that they could have just like killed calculon and then never referenced it ever again and that's fine that's honestly what i expected them to do just like it's really cool that they were like you know what we have another story to tell with this calculon and they honestly to be honest i think they do so uh loyal fans have turned out by the several to mourn at Mm -hmm. his grave for this anniversary there's like four people around it and two of them are bender and fry they are lamenting how awful All My Circuits has been since Calculon's death. It's not worth watching anymore. But, oh, but it's, t- it's time. It's time for All My Circuits. We, we can't miss it. Home. It's in three minutes. We got to get home. And they run to Planet Express where Leela and Hermes are quietly reading when Fry and Bender run in All My Circuits and dump them off the couch. Leela is reading Courageous Horses of the 18th Century. I did not catch the book. That is a wonderful book, and I want to read it now. It follows suit with all the other books she's been reading for all time that mm-hmm. are she likes courageous animals or I, heroic animals. I or, think some kind of heroic animal is probably a good thing to read about. What is the most heroic animal? Wow. Oh, boy. There's a lot of choices here. I mean, the horse is very heroic. It can take you from place to place. It can really tap into that deep heroic energy you need sometimes but there's some chaos there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's too much chaos in a goose Mm -hmm. absolutely let's see what what doesn't have a lot of chaos dogs dogs Mm -hmm. are very heroic dogs and wolves why is not chaotic the opposite of heroic in your mind (laughs) i feel like if you're chaotic it's certainly I think I'm I am putting the, them apart. I, I just recognize what I did. What I've done is accidentally put lawful and chaotic uh-huh. apart, which of course uh-huh. they are, but put heroic where lawful is. Uh-huh. So according heroic to heroic evil is yeah, a thing apparently. Say, according, to your, according to your <laughs> D and D alignment scheme. Mm-hmm. Her- heroic evil is a thing you can do apparently. Is a legitimate thing. I've accidentally done that, yes. Okay. I wonder, you you could probably play a character like that. I'm going to say that the most heroic animal is the puffin. They know why. Anyways, so... Fair point. That is my... It is my mom's favorite bird. Legitimately. They are complaining about how this new guy that is is filling Calculon's spot... I think his name is Zacutron? I have it as Vaxtron. Zaxtron or Vaxtron? Some... Some weird uh, Tron. I I reference him maybe once or twice, so it's probably not worth the name. Yeah, I couldn't understand what they said, and I didn't have subtitles on. I think it's Zach's Tron. Like either way, it because again, he's, it doesn't he's really real matter. like chill, like a guy named Zach would oh, be yeah. while he's like out waxing his longboard or something. Yeah, he. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I, you're probably right. So, anyways, the point is, all my circuits uh, is boring because this new guy is so boring. Although Leela kind of likes him, his acting is much more subtle. So <laughs> we get a shot from all my circuits, <laughs> and Monique is like, "I'm pregnant, and you're not the father." And then there's this long pause, and he's just like, 
Okie dokie. <laughs> it's such a good reaction. Maybe, maybe a little too subtle. Yeah, it's like you're you're not reacting like a normal human being would in a similar, in a much opposite way that Calculon would. There needs to be a sort of happy medium. There's a happy medium that neither of you have hit yet. Mm-hmm. But wait, maybe we'll find it. I was, so my brain was like, we got to find in the exact center of that. Oh, no. And my brain was like, Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, nope, that's way closer to Calculon than, <laughs> than Zach Strong. I'll think about it. I really like that's where you first went. Well, you know, I, I don't, I got nothing. I can't tell you why. Paul Rudd? Oh, no, he's closer to Zaxtron. See, I'm, I'm trying to f- go down the list. <laughs> like, I'm going, uh, apparently we're just going for Marvel actors. But, you know, um, Don Cheadle. Okay. I'm we willing I'm willing to accept it. Don Cheadle is the in the middle of that spectrum. Yes. We got it. Congratulations, Don Cheadle. Your award will arrive in six to eight weeks. Yes. Once we determine what it is. They are uh, lamenting that... All my circuits is terrible now. Mm-hmm. So what else are they supposed to do when they're trying to not work? Leela suggests talking with one another. But that is what bath time is for. And we can't spend too much time with each other. It'll ruin the relationship. I do love the idea of bath time together. You know, I mean, it's a it's a small, intimate setting. You know, your guard is down. Mm-hmm. You're very so, vulnerable. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like... Wait, you get home and your roommate is like, hey, how was your day? Even though they work together, so mm-hmm. they should know. But, you it's know. Like, hey, you're, you're it's at, not bath time yet. You're at the dinner table and you're like, oh, but like my walls are still up because like I'm just trying to eat this roast chicken. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Get, it's good roast chicken. It's, it's good roast chicken. But like I'm focused on that. I just don't I just don't have it in me. Mm-hmm. But man, bath time comes around. Your roommate is like, hey, man, how was your day? And you're like, yeah. oh. You know, well, uh, Steve was just, he was making fun of, uh, fun of my sweatshirt again today. Uh, and, you know, that's it, just, Steve. it really just kind of hurt, you know, no, like your I walls come down and then yeah. you can be like, yeah, and then like, you can let's like actually, really, let's really chat and connect and really solve the problem that Steve just doesn't seem to like your sweatshirt. And it's a wonderful sweatshirt. It's absolutely wonderful. I think it's great. And see, you've made a connection. Boom. Right there. Right. See, so I get it. It's to- This is totally natural. This is fine. I have a feeling that that role play sequence puts us closer to Zaxtron. I think I think we did move a little bit down that uh, spectrum to... I don't uh-huh. think we've ever been anywhere far away from Zaxtron. <laughs> so, uh... Acting talent! So they are like, if only we could bring back Calculon from the dead... And at that point, the professor comes in and is just like, oh, yeah, no, you totally can. Oh, no one thought about this for a year. Uh-huh. Because he's it's it's a robot. So, like, you just put the programming back in and then, like, you got a, you got a robot again. Like, is that easy? Yeah, super easy to just put that programming right back in once it leaves to the cloud. However, the problem is, is that in order to do this you need the original remains and bender is like all right cool be back in a sec and he pulls out a shovel walks down to the park entertainment and earth invasion tonight is still filming so they see bender start to grave dig basically and linda's like will somebody stop him and no one does i mean what are you gonna do like 
Who's going to stop a robot with he's, a shovel? He's got a shovel. You don't have a shovel. That's just a, a, a recipe for having a shovel upside your head. So he comes back and just unceremoniously jump, dumps this corpse onto the Planet Express floor. And doesn't he say, like, corpses here or something? Something like that. It's like, this is your hero. But then we find out the bad news. So Calculon, because he had killed himself mm-hmm. in this acting challenge, mm-hmm. um, his programming is floating around in limbo, basically doing cloud computing. Mm-hmm. So uh, they have to go to robot hell to make a deal with the devil. And Hermes is like, that doesn't sound very scientific. And the professor, the professor is like, that's how it works. It's science. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, everything's science. Um, so they go back, go down to Robot Hell, uh, where the ghost of Calculon, I'm just going to call him a ghost, instead of some floating programming somewhere, um, he's acting so hard that the robot devil just wants him to shut up for the first time in a year. Could you imagine listening to somebody for a whole year? People have been listening to us for more than a whole year. And I bet so. they want us to shut up too. But they opened that egyptian exactly tomb and got cursed and so now they have to listen to us yeah it's it's all the time you know it's just too bad that they opened that egyptian tomb and then out came our podcast into their earbuds cursing them for years but you know that's what you get when you open that egyptian tomb it's strange that the the pharaohs put a curse Mm -hmm. on the tomb to listen to a podcast despite podcasts not having been invented yet. See, this is where they were visionaries. Visionaries. Very few things they were visionaries in. Podcasting? Totally Pod- was. Podcasting and pyramids. Podcasting and pyramids. And beer. The three greatest things it's in life. It's too bad we can't turn that into a P to make it 3P. Um, potables. Ah, potent potables. Like they say on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're at... We're at the name of the word association part of this podcast. <laughs> so I'm getting a look from Sarah out there. So. She said she was going to put on earplugs. Clearly, we were just... <laughs> she opened the Egyptian tomb. <laughs> she is cursed to listen to us for all time. <laughs> you are cursed. So, <laughs> Notice, my wife has not opened the Egyptian tomb and therefore is not cursed to listen to us yet. Yes, Calculon is doing this very dramatic speech mm-hmm. um and the so fry and bender walk in and they're like hey so we're we came here to like try to to make a deal to get like a soul what and uh um, they're like no disembodied software whatever oh, oh of course uh-huh. i really love how the robot devil sees them sliding down the slide and he's like these guys they do end up in robot hell an awful lot they sure do just a handful of seasons ago, like nobody even realized that like the robot devil existed. Yeah, and and now, now they're like basically visiting him. Hey, bud! Now they're like, all right, cool. Let's uh, card game uh, in Robot Hell yeah. every every Thursday. He hosts Thanksgiving every year. It's a wonderful time. They uh, are there to to get this quote unquote unquote soul, mm-hmm. and the robot devil says nope. Not a chance. Once a robot dies, they're down here for good. And then on their way out, they're like, oh, well, I guess uh, we just couldn't get Calculon back. Calculon? Maybe a deal is in order. 
And so Fry proposes a competition. The competition being that if they win, they get Calculon. And if they lose, they will be killed. The robot devil accepts by saying, yeah, sure, whatever. That seems like a terrible idea. Because when you're the one, don't start with... Yeah, it's a negotiation point. Right. You start out with, okay, if we win, we get Calculon. If you win, then we will uh, buy you a fancy latte at the coffee shop. Two fancy lattes. See, you're already negotiating. Right. And then from there, they can he can be like, well, no. How about if I win, I kill you? And then you say, okay. Yeah, you counter. You counter. By saying three nice lattes. With some of my blood in it. You know, you get that same life Ooh, essence. Yeah. Right. But you don't have to totally kill me. Right. So you, you sort of, you, you sort of balance it out. Mm-hmm. But you don't start with. No. Oh, yeah, no. If you win, you just get to kill me. That's no, fine. No, there's nowhere to negotiate from. You're basically saying, you know, I, I'm willing to die for this, and you might be, but you do you have to? I like Calculon an awful lot. Not willing to die to bring Calculon back from the dead. Agreed. I am willing to buy the robot devil up to three fancy lattes. With your blood in them. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Mm-hmm. So... Anyways, yeah, the robot devil's like, yeah, fine, whatever. So the competition is, <laughs> guess the number I'm thinking of. It's between one and three, not excluding, not including one or three. And first Fry guesses four. Not within the bounds. And the robot devil reiterates, one. it's between one and three, and it's not one or three. And then he's like, is it M? Yes, the number I was thinking of was the letter M. And so they get to take Calculon's uh, programming. I love, love, love that reaction because it's so like, you guys are idiots, but I really don't want Calculon anymore. Uh huh. They take Calculon back to Planet Express, and the professor has rigged up his science, definitely science, definitely science, where you put the uh, body on the floor. Mm hmm. Uh, you surround it by five, you arrange five uh, wireless internet hubs mm-hmm. uh, around equidistant. The, equidistant around the body. And you put on your protective suits, which uh-huh. are robes, effectively. Uh-huh. And Amy even is like, yeah, this is like magic, except it's with electricity. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they, they need to play the installation disc backwards, which has backwards speech saying, rise from the dead in the name of Satan. And then they they have to use a spare circuit board from a, a robot goat. So the f- professor cuts open this robot goat like mm-hmm. some sort of sacrifice. And like the, one. the whole time Hermes is like, nothing about this seems scientific at all. <laughs> it's this, so this good. This isn't science. I really love that Hermes is the one saying it. It's so good. Hermes is usually cool to go along with basically mm-hmm. anything. Absolutely. Like, Leela's is usually the one that pushes back. Leela's not doing anything. She's like, I'm here for this. Uh-huh. It's great. I love it. But yeah, Hermes is like, no, this this seems an awful lot like magic. I, I really like how the equidistant wireless network hubs end up making <laughs> a pentagram over through red lasers. It's wonderful. Uh-huh. What do you think 5G is? <gasps> Oh, no, they're going to put that in our world. Uh-huh. Oh, no. But you'll get really 
good internet speed. Oh, I guess that's a pretty good trade-off. So, oh, I guess I yeah, okay, that's cool. Uh, anyways, they managed to bring Calculon back. He sort of has a a freak out at first, like mm-hmm. he his it's a little woozy. Uh, acting unit is rebooted, and he's just sort of saying like, "I demand a bigger trailer, or I won't do it for less than than uh, forty million, or right. you know." Whatever sort of weird acting stuff he says. As you do. And then he sees him, his reflection in the window and he's like, wait, I'm back. And he shouts from the widow's walk. Wait, 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 widow's walk. <laughs> I love our little, I love our in jokes. They're so good. Um, I know you're probably not supposed to be on the podcast saying we're so funny, <laughs> but I am now. The last six episodes of this are just going to be us congratulating ourselves on being amazing exactly it's a victory Mm -hmm. tour we finished futurama we've got we've got senioritis like that last the whole last (laughs) month of being a senior in high school you're just like sup we're great we're 18 and we basically rule the world now so like hey stay fresh this summer and then you like write your phone number in the in the friends yearbook you're never gonna call you're never gonna call and you've already gotten an a in the class or whatever who cares yeah so you're just, you're phoning it in. Yeah. That's us you, right who, now. Who needs calculus? I'm going into computer science. Oh, no. We are seven seasons into this mm-hmm. thing. We have we're like maybe a couple hundred people who listen to us. Yeah. We're basically at we're, the end of a basically, Hogwarts thing. We basically rule the podcast world. Yeah. We're going to go to the Ministry of Magic and it's going to be fine. So like, you know, same, same thing. It's just like senior year of high school. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to add because you're absolutely right here. Anyways, Calculon's up on the widow's walk. Wait, 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 widow's walk. And he makes some sort of exclamation. And um, in a, a great callback mm-hmm. from like... The second episode, isn't it? Yeah, because it's um, I Roommate mm. where the TV keeps going out. And then uh, the neighbor is like, hey, Calculon's back. Yeah. It's the exact same guy who does it in the exact same cadence. Mm-hmm. And it I would is, be surprised if they didn't just poke, pull that audio and drop it in. It is a very specific reference to that one moment in the second episode because Futurama also has senioritis at this point. And, <laughs> it's and, like, ah, but this is they, funny. they are that friend in high school who's just like, man, we got to remember these times because, baby, these are the best times of our lives. Like, Don't we gotta, you we gotta really savor like everything about this experience because man everything else from here is downhill mm-hmm. high school best time of your life and Who to that college to that friend i say you're an idiot <laughs> high school sucked <laughs> i'll be honest i was not expecting that but yeah so their futurama is just like man we really got to savor like i like remember all the good times yeah. man it's like look at our yearbook oh man uh-huh they're that, the ones that one time that said hey calculon's back they're the ones who who take up the whole page uh writing a whole like novel in your mm-hmm. yearbook and then um you graduate and then you never talk to them after right. like the first semester of college ever again and then 10 years you look at that that uh that again and you're like who is this and then you go back to your reunion and he's not there you look at the the senior quote and there and futurama is just like these were the best 
times a show could hope for. And then you look at your own senior quote and it's like, later nerds. <laughs> Peace out. No, no prison can hold me. <laughs> this tortured metaphor is amazing. Um, about our own podcast we truly are through the looking glass you look up your own senior quote and your senior quote is this tortured metaphor is amazing (laughs) (laughs) um anyways uh Where, where were we so they show Calculon what has become of All My Circuits. Mm-hmm. And he is just as let down as Fry and Bender. Although Leela's still like, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fry suggests going to Hollywood to get Calculon his job back. And Bender is like, that's such a great idea. I thought of it first. The problem that Calculon sees is he doesn't know if his acting talent came with him from the other side so he better test it with a dramatic pause i think even like bender's like hey did you stop talking leela is like is he all right (laughs) it's it's very good that dramatic pause is is when calculon does it it's just it's fantastic so they go to hollywood and they walk into the execubots meeting mm-hmm. at parallel universal studios and they're planning some reality show mm-hmm. where the singers judge the judges i think it sounds pretty pretty uh uh heroic there uh that being heroic said heroic like a puffin heroic like a puffin uh they did park in the gate crashers only parking spot so at least oh, the, i know, missed that yeah it's such a great <laughs> little visual gag i love it um so yeah the they interrupt it and trying to get his job back and the president of the network who is a cell phone tells calculon he won't be returning to all my circuits because his old-fashioned hammy acting doesn't fly any longer i do really like the misdirect where because it's the same execubots and Mm -hmm. the same president of the company um or president of the network and so in the original one like you never see the president Mm -hmm. um it's just like voice recordings essentially yeah on a, on a laptop i think and so this guy spins around on a phone and you think that's going to be the president and mm. it's actually the president of the networks on the phone right or is the phone yeah, or whatever I, I always interpreted it as is the i phone. mean he does pull out a little executive chair it's and puts it so, on the desk so good and puts the chi- the phone in the chair oh man i should it's such get, a great little I, somebody little should 3d print an executive chair to put your phone in. Oh my. You, so you can just put it on your desk. Ben, you have to create this so that you make the money. You sell, okay. you sell this, these plans and boom, put a back to the future on logo on it. And when we're famous and we're famous, look, look at us. We've done it. We fig- legitimately figured it out. We just graduated high school and the world is ours. We're going to f- have this whole thing figured out by the time we're 19. But before that, I'm going to walk off the, the football field holding my fist in the air. So, And, and I'm going to freeze like that and everybody's going to be like, is that guy okay? It's just a dramatic pause. Yeah, exactly. So Calculon bolts in and he's like, it's me. I have freed myself from death's icy grip. The president of the network disagrees. Um, and he's, he's just like, yeah, I mean, your time's over. Like yeah. your weird, over dramatic style of acting basically died with you. So like, 
Nobody wants that anymore. And they kick him out of the office during a dramatic pause. And back at Planet Express, Zoidberg is watching the entertainment news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor Poopenmeyer is uh, recal- calling Calculana has been at his Hollywood star, and they tear it up and replace it with a second star for Robert Wagner. Because he needs two of them. Oh, he clearly. It, the star literally says Robert Wagner again. <laughs> it's such a great little gag. Calculon decides to take this as an opportunity rather than a crushing defeat Mm -hmm. because he's going to work his way back in and be back on top before you know it. I think that's a pretty good attitude. Leela does not. She's like, actually, I've also circled some jobs in the classifieds you might be good at. And he does not even dignify (laughs) that with a response. No, he does not. He says he has to start at the bottom. Live theater. (laughs) he decides the best place to start is his one man show that he just never had the the time to do (laughs) but now is the time it's the time is now uh it's going to be the greatest resurrection since jesus aloha from hawaii so Futurama does a lot of these little things where it's just like, I'm going to just reference this. And then it's a thing in, in 3013 that everybody just knows. So I don't need to give any additional <laughs> yeah. details. And I'm like, yo, wait, hold up. <laughs> what is I'm, this? I'm very interested in whatever the heck Jesus Aloha from Hawaii is. Does that mean Jesus had his second coming and he was in Hawaii? I mean, seems like a pretty good place to go. Seems like a very good place to go if there's a luau. Was this just some, like, movie or stage production? Or is it like a sequel to... Jesus Christ Superstar? Yeah. Like, I want more details on this. And we get none. None. Nothing. It's it's inscrutable to me. So Calculon's one-man show. Oh, man. It's so... It's so many things. It's like a weird take on Space Odyssey 2001. Mm-hmm. No, 2001, a Space Odyssey. Right. Uh, he is Hal 9000, um, and he talks about being first turned on in Urbana, Illinois in 1997. You know, the time of the uh, steam boats mm-hmm. and the penny farthing bikes. And we only get little snippets of it here that's and enough. there. I think that's enough. But there's one where he's shouting, Daisy! Daisy, my mind is going. <laughs> and then um, something I've already forgotten, but it, he closes it out then with, I reckon if I had to do it all again, I'd murder those astronauts again. Wouldn't you, folks? Wouldn't you? And then it closes out. And that's the show. Yeah. We so, don't get any like indication of whether it was good or bad. No applause. No, no, nothing. no applause. No booze. No nothing. Just immediate Absolute cut to afterwards. Silence. And then cut to the after party. At the Tragic Pan. I like it. It's very I, good. I missed the name of it, but I like it. So they're waiting for reviews to come in. And then Tinny Tim immediately comes in with all the papers for sale. And they buy them. So they look at the reviews and the worst play in history. Uh-huh, among other things. Um Calculon dies for a second time uh on stage. 
12 hospitalized for boredom at play. Nine right? are going to make it. That's a good, that's, you know what? That's a pretty good uh, retention rate for a play. Survival rate. It's very good. Calculon's upset, but Fry does note, you know, worst play in history, there's a lot of ambiguity there. So, you know, maybe they liked it. I, I would like to understand why he says this other than humor, because there is no way. This is coming from the guy who thought that the number between one and three (laughs) exclusive was the letter M. I wouldn't take the time to try to figure this one out. Fair enough. How do I always forget that he he chose the letter M? We literally, not 20 minutes ago, had a whole conversation about how he chose the letter M as a number. And now you're like, why why would he think that there's ambiguity in this very concrete statement? Let's let's di- let's uh dissect this statement let's, let's and take let's take a deep dive. Let's really take a look at the words that he used in this. No, Mike, he's an idiot. <laughs> you make a strong argument. Um <laughs> Calculon is really not happy because everyone thinks he's a washed up ham and not the kind you want to see when you're washed up on a deserted island. It's true. Um, he uh, he decides he's a tal- talentless buffoon, blaming Fry and Bender for bringing him back to life. And he decides he'll never pause again and sadly walks out of the restaurant very slowly. And as he's walking away, Bender's like, I'm sorry, were you done talking or are you doing a dramatic pause? I was done talking. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. And Calculon leaves sadly. So back at Planet Express, Calculon is packing it up. Packing it all up. Uh, Fry is trying to get him not to quit acting. But Calculon says, I was always just a self-deluded blowhard full of hot air. Leela suggests... And he says something about like being a hairdryer. He could be a blow dryer. Yeah. And Leela's like, that's a good idea. I think you'd be good at that job. She's she's doing her damnedest to help mm. Calculon. Yeah, but Calculon is just really sad. And he's kind of like, I guess I've got to go figure out something else to do with my life. And it is such a dramatic speech that mm-hmm. Leela actually like kind of sheds a tear. And she says, that's the first time I ever believed you had emotion. And he's like, it was. It was humiliating. Yeah. Um, Leela says, if you can act like that, you would be great. But Calculon says, in the world of theater, there are no second acts. <laughs> which is such an amazing line. You know what they say about a gun in the first act? It better do something else because there's no second act. <laughs> or third. Who <laughs> would even think of a third act? Or maybe... Oh. There's no second act because it's the first act, the mth act, and then the third act. <laughs> so what you're saying is, so, okay, we're, we're pivoting back away from Fry's an idiot to Fry's the smartest person in the world. I'm not saying that. Maybe Calculon believes Fry is what I'm saying. So there's, there's... Or maybe I'm just <laughs> bursting through with the most amazing breakthrough in all of theater. I mean, you've certainly galaxy-brained over here. Act one. Okay. Act M. Oh, sure. Follow that up with act three. How can it get better than act M? Well, he followed up with act three, obviously. Clearly, it's a better act. 
Uh-huh. You know what they say about a gun in the first act? You got to fire it in act three, but also don't forget about that, it in act M. That gun gets really flipping weird in act M. <laughs> in act M, it's no longer a gun. Um, it's a porpoise. It's a porpoise with a purpose. <laughs> and then back in act three, it's a gun again and doesn't have a purpose except for to be shot. And there it goes. Acting. Leela suggests that Calculon get back into acting by getting a bit part on all my circuits. In disguise. He's going to have to audition in disguise. And Calculon says, and I quote, <laughs> I had to rewind this several times to make sure I got the quote accurate. It's a very good quote. Calculon says, and I quote, Wearing a costume and pretending to be someone else goes against every instinct as an actor, but I'll give it a try. It's such a great line. It hurts how good it is. So they go back to Hollywood and Calculon is in an audition room uh, and he's just wearing a mustache. That's his disguise. He he also has an additional antenna. Ah, yes. I forgot about that one. He he like pulls off at one point, both both of them. It's like, it's me, Calculon. Like, we knew. And the fake name that Bender gives the the casting director <laughs> is one Mr. Durr is great. Ben Durr is great. How do you feel about it, Ben? I am pro Bender is great. Because the traditional <laughs> way one makes fun of my name mm-hmm. is Ben Dover. Sure. And I'm like, that's been done. Ben Dover is is done. Yeah. It's been canceled. It's done. Ben canceled is also a good one. Um, <laughs> ben a while. Ah. Is it, see, there's a lot of places you can go with this. Oh, yeah. Ben Dover is done, though. Mm-hmm. So Ben Dur is great is a really good one. I, I like it. It's ve- it, it certainly stands up to the test of time of being a name. So uh, they pull in Mr. Durr is great. And uh, they say that they're actually looking for someone to play the role of Calculon who comes back. And they just need to you just need to pretend to, to be Calculon. You don't even need to be good. Like yeah, he, the director says you do n- you you can, don't worry about how you, you can act as crappily as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, let's just give it to him because like he looks just, you know, real disheveled and washed up and, you know, just beyond his prime. And so he's, he's really encapsulating what it is to be Calculon, just a real loser. And they're saying this directly to Calculon's face. Uh-huh. It's such, so good. And then he's like, I got it. So they get him on set. And the scene is that he shows up and Monique says, I didn't wait for you even for a day. Which harsh. Very harsh. <laughs> These soap operas in it, All My Circus is just harsh. So he, uh, she says, I didn't even wait for you for a day. And then uh, he has to basically say, um, like, well, I'm worthless and whatever. And then hang himself. Sure. You know, a standard trope. Uh-huh. And not a very depressing p- piece of television. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. I skipped right over my note that uh, says that Leela keeps coaching him to be like, you know, 
just down to earth and mm-hmm. and regular. But Calculon keeps sort of inflating his own ego. Yeah, he, they're they're walking around the soundstage, and he's like, "I'm back in my pra. I'm back in my location." Uh huh. Because he's like, "I've I left a king and returned as a pauper. You know, maybe a lord. No, probably a peasant." Mm-hmm. Um. And so he keeps kind of building himself up that list. Yeah. And um. So yeah, now he's he's doing the scene and and um he just really overdoes it Mm -hmm. he goes Um, off on a wild tangent about how great calculon was and you know all of that stuff uh the director's like that was terrible you if you don't nail on the second take you're fired and he's second take it means they want you to do it again maybe he was just confused because it was he's used to an empth take I I like how you could see where I was going, and I'm, you still like. I was like, "Oh, damn it!" Um, so they they take a five, and Calculon's like, "Don't tell me how to do humble. My humble ranks against the greatest in the universe." It's delivering that line is the uh-huh. most humble you could be. In college, I knew a guy who uh, found religion, and then was like oh humility is like a, a real like pillar of like christianity mm-hmm. and so uh i'm gonna be the most humble and like he got obsessed with being the most humble and i'm like i think you're missing the point guy yeah it's not yeah that's the point of humility it's not a competition of who is more oh, humble it, it was a competition for him it was but not in real life Anyways, Leela says, well, you're a B-grade actor who died and people immediately forgot you, so we should have left you dead. You're nothing but a pompous windbag that lost touch with genuine emotion years ago. It's remarkably mean for something for Leela to say, but... I mean, A, she's not wrong. She's not wrong, and And her doubt fuels Calculon's humility and shame, and and she's like, well, maybe it'll work. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, let's I'm going to I'm going to take that again. 1. She's not wrong. M. It works. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a legitimate note and no, I got the M. Anyways, uh no, your delivery was perfect. I just need to make that joke. Yeah, Bender um, Bender says it's the meanest thing he's ever seen, which is kind of amazing. So, but yeah, it works. Calculon delivers the scene again and he nails it everyone in the room is crying yeah i mean it was a remarkable performance even through like he, he, the voice actor really did a good job here and uh i think the president of the network mm-hmm. says who is this amazing unknown actor and then calculon dramatically takes his mustache mm-hmm. off and uh he was like it's me and you know he's all dramatic about yeah. it because again, cal- you're never going to take Calculon too far away from himself. Uh-huh. And then Calculon basically gives a speech about how great he is. Mm-hmm. And then as he removes the the noose prop from mm-hmm. the the catwalk, the catwalk falls down and uh, catwalk crushes him to death. <laughs> it sh- there is a brief moment where a light falls next to him. It's like, whoa, that was really close. And then the catwalk crushes him. So we cut to a funeral. Calculon two point zero. Uh, Mayor Poopenmeyer de- dedicates a posthumous star on the Walk of Fame for him. So, returning it back to where it should have been in the first mm-hmm. place, you probably shouldn't have gotten rid of it. Mm-hmm. The banner does read Calculon 2.0, 3013 to 3013. I mean, it's accurate. 
Uh, so yeah, he gets that star on the Walk of Fame, and uh, Fry's like, it's just like old times, you and me together watching Calculon, not having to talk. And Bender's like, shut up, I'm watching this. It's like, I am too, buddy. Calculon is back in Robot Hell, annoying the Robot Devil again, and suggests a performance of his one-man show for all of Robot Hell. Robot Devils, haven't they suffered enough? And that is where we get the credits, and that means that it is time for... Great! I think this is a pretty good episode. I, I think it, continu- it does some of the things about continuing Calculon's story, which is not a thing Futurama tends to do. So the fact that there is a multi-level story for a character that is not part of the Planet Express crew is kind of amazing. I think it's pretty funny. I I always appreciate all the different things that Calculon does, especially when he goes into his real acting. I thought that was... It, it, it actually showed some character growth and some some humility, which is nice. Um, I, I just... I really enjoyed watching this episode and I... I thought it was funny and I, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to give it an A minus. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I don't think I have much else to say about it. Okay. Uh, I think that overall it's, it's a pretty enjoyable episode. Um, I feel like there's a part of me that's like, I want a Calculon focused episode to be better, but there's a part of me that's also like. Calculon is great in small doses, so it actually really manages to do it very well for what the episode does. Mm -hmm. Um, So Calculon is sort of an interesting dichotomy of his own. Sure. Um, Anyways, I think overall it's it's a pretty good episode. Um, I do... uh, I mean, I I don't even know how to, like, really pick this one apart i mean yeah. it's the jokes are pretty good and the story is is fine it's you know um i think i would probably give it a b minus okay uh i do feel like i want a little bit more from it but i'm not quite sure what that would look like right um it's not like one of the other episodes we've watched where it's like, oh, clearly, if you excise that whole thing right. and do something different, it'd be perfect. So, you know, overall, I like it. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just not in love with it. Okay. So, you know, I, I don't have any other specific thoughts on it. I think we talked... I, I think we really hit home about what we liked about it already. So yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't have anything else to really add to that. Well, you do you have a dramatic pause? I will never pause again. Um, so you just did. Crap. <laughs> so, but we want to know what you think about this episode. Was it amazing? What? Uh, was it? Was it over the top and outlandish like Calculon? Was it subtle and subdued like Zactron? Was it? The Don Cheadle of Futurama episodes and right in the middle. We want to hear from you. Especially if you're Don Cheadle. Please tweet us Don Cheadle. Let us know what you wrote in your friend's yearbook in high school. Excellent. I love this stay, one. Stay sassy all summer. Um, love you like a brother. Let us know all these things and more by emailing us at backtothefuturamapodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Back to Futurama. 
You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash back to Futurama. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so find us there, rate us, review, subscribe, and yeah, let's let's talk about what we put in each other's uh, guest book or guest books. Uh, what are they called again? Yearbooks. Yearbooks. I've it's been so long. It's been thirty seconds I don't since I used things, the phrase yearbook. I don't remember things that people say. Get in touch with us, mm-hmm. and um, if you want to support us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash back to Futurama, and of course. Our lovely fan run mm-hmm. fan group, uh, League of Jeremy's. Just look for that yep. on Facebook. And as I mentioned before, I did uh, do a guest spot on Finish It uh, as they go through the Forbidden Castle. Um, and it was a, a huge amount of fun. It was, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of podcast. So uh, if you want to hear me being just a giant goofball, which is what I'm doing right now, uh, go find uh, Finish It Pod. We've been, we tweeted about it and we put it on Facebook, but um yeah they they're they're a wonderful podcast so if you want to go go listen to them listen to them as well i heard it was a banger i believe it was called a certified mega banger how can you turn down a advertisement like that it's great uh anyways i think that'll that's gonna do it for us um oh i did want to it won't do it for us because we've got another thing we uh, should hopefully the last sort of run out on this uh, podcast. Our schedule should be a little bit back more uh, to normal. Mm-hmm. So again, thanks for patience while our schedules were weird with weddings and funerals and all of that. So um, we hope to be back next week. We should be back next week. <laughs> Who knows with the randomness of the universe. And until next week, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Goodbye from the world of tomorrow. Tomorrow.